0: What is up, people? You are listening to another episode of the Imperial Broadcast. I'm your host, Shamari Stewart, joined as always by my co-host, Kendall Stewart. Kendall, what is up? What's
1: up, Shamari? Uh, Been a couple weeks, but we're back. Um, You know, we've had some interesting developments of the last uh, couple of weeks in Star Wars. uh, We're approaching the um, the debut uh, of the uh, of season three of The Mandalorian. Uh we've got some video game news as usual. Uh we've had some episodes of the Bad Batch, which is currently ongoing, so we'll review that. Um so yeah, we got it we got it we got a jam packed show and we also uh had some, some new details on another Disney Plus series that will be entering its second season uh coming up this spring as well. So again jam packed show. Uh excited to uh to be back talking Star Wars
0: absolutely um uh so you are exactly right about that Kendall. so uh, so as you mentioned we do have quite a bit to talk about um uh so a lot of uh, very exciting things coming uh in the star wars in the star wars world right now um so i i wanted to start us off talking about the uh the situation with jedi survivor um so as i'm sure many of you have probably heard but but uh if not i you know i can i can inform you right now of course uh star wars jedi survivor which is a sequel to the star wars video game that came out um a few years back called star wars jedi fallen order uh, was supposed to come out in march so it was, it was very it was fast approaching um the trailer came out it, the game looks great um and of course, everyone's very excited. Uh, so, um, uh, so the developer, Respawn, EA and Respawn, uh, come out and say that they need more time. So basically, the game has been delayed, and it will now be released on April twenty eighth. So it was pushed back. They said they're pushing it back six weeks, um, which you know I'm sure some people are very upset about. Um, I feel like after, with a lot of the, uh, at least within the gaming community, with a lot of the, uh, I think I guess to just to be honest, lackluster kind of games that have been, that have been released with a lot of hype attached to them, in recent years, uh, particularly from EA or you know in other develop other kind of big big name developers as well. Um, the people within the gaming community seem to be just be more okay with delays in general because we rather just wait a little bit longer and get a good product than have them rush out some game that's just not finished right um so just to give my kind of quick take and feelings on it i am totally okay with this i'm actually i wouldn't necessarily say happy about it well i mean part of me is happy about, I'm i to be honest part of me is happy about it for several reasons so first of all um, the game was so. Just going back to Fallen Order, uh, which I love. I love Fallen Order. It's a great game. I very much enjoyed playing. I very much recommend anyone out there that is a Star Wars fan that likes you know swinging lightsabers around and doing stuff like that to get the game. It's very good. Um, even that game, and I was playing it on Xbox One to be fair. So I wasn't playing it on you know next gen consoles um while i enjoyed it and you know the the action and stuff worked well uh it did like graphically it didn't look the best i'm just gonna be honest um it was it had it definitely was it looked the frame rate was low often at times it, it looked like it could have used a good several months more work um more time in the kitchen so to speak so that was that's one reason which is i think they should they should absolutely take their time. Second, the book, the novel that's coming out, the companion novel that's supposed to be a prequel to the game was supposed to come out like a little over a little more than a week before the game, which is not a lot of time to finish the book before getting the game. So this gives me more time to get through the book. So that's another reason i'm happy about it. Um so just in general, i'm kind of i'm much more um I'm much more open to them just taking their time Um, and then there's also other games coming out now that I want more time to be able to play and if once this game comes out I'm not going to be doing anything but playing this game so this gives me more time to play those other games that I'm looking forward to playing. So I have kind of a bunch of reasons why I'm more than okay with them pushing this game back to April. This March date was just along with them releasing the book it just didn't it wasn't ideal. For me so i think this this works for me but kind of what are your thoughts on jedi survivor being pushed back
1: yeah i mean i think you hit the nail on the head shamari um you know we talk about uh what's it called battle scars coming out yes uh, Buck. we talk about battle scars uh coming out uh we've got bad batch that'll be running through uh the next few weeks and months um we have uh, Mandalorian which is debuting March 1st. We'll talk about Mandalorian later in the show. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So this game coming out April 28th. Uh there will be plenty of Star Wars content, not to mention, yep. you know, comic book uh stuff, comic book uh issues, High Republic, all the stuff yep. Marvel's doing with Star Wars. Uh it's going to be plenty of content for uh Star Wars fans uh outside of uh this, this Jedi Survivor game. Um, obviously, there's plenty of people that will play this game that aren't going to read Battle Scars or that aren't going to watch The Bad Batch necessarily, may not even watch Mandalorian. They're just gamers. For those people, I think you're, you, hit the, you also hit the nail on the head. We've had issues in the past with big IPs, uh, video games being made off big IPs, or video games just, you know, ambitious AAA, mm-hmm. you know, big big budget video games being released prematurely. Um, you know, I mean, yeah. the Avengers game, you know, was a big rollout for Square Enix. Uh, that ended up getting a 6 out of 10 on IGN and had to be <laughs> patchworked post-release. And, yeah. you know, it's never really hit the nail on the head. And now that game's going to be, you know, going to be you know whisked away uh, into the sunset um, in the next few months here uh mm-hmm. You know, Gotham Knights. You know, IGN gave that game a five. I mean a five out of ten. I know Shamar, you're a bigger fan of Gotham Knights, but yep. some may argue that could have used a little bit more time in the oven if there were things you could have improved on
0: that. Yeah. I mean I'm a fan and I, I know that game could have used more time. <laughs> yeah.
1: And that game did delay, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they right? did delay. It. Yep. <laughs> you know? And it still could have used more time. But um so that that's the thing. We've seen we saw like Hogwarts Legacy. You know, hit the delay button. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I believe with the Suicide Squad game, delayed as well. I bo- uh, Well, actually, I don't,
0: I'm not sure if that <laughs> it's was.
1: Like, with all these games, you kind of you kinda it yeah, was. Yeah, they're not
0: so early now. It's yeah. like, I don't even know. Yeah. Um, and so,
1: like, for example, on the other side of it, like, the Insomniac Spider-Man game, wasn't necessarily delayed but it took a long time for it to come out right you know yes and when you give a game a lot of time to come out uh whereas this i don't know what their process was and where they were but when they announced it it was not that long ago you know <laughs> it was mm-hmm. a quick turnaround yeah. from announcement to the
0: game is coming out yeah. uh and and, and Suicide I, squad I, was delayed so i just checked. yeah
1: I, I vaguely remembered that being a thing um but nowadays you could probably assume that with every game you would probably be, right yeah right. um but, uh, you know, typically you do prefer a studio kind of wait until a game is ready to come out for them to announce it because you don't want to sit on, you know, an announced game for five years like uh, uh, what's, the, uh, what's the company that's doing uh, <laughs> the, uh, whatchamacallit, Eclipse? Oh, yeah. Um, Quantic Dreams? Yeah, yeah. Quantic Dreams where they'll announce a game and they'll come out six, six years later uh yep. that's not great either <laughs> but but i do know that when that game comes out i don't expect it to have to be pushed back uh you're i right. don't expect it um you know to be uh you know buggy so that's the that's the give or take that you're gonna have so um you know again we have games game like cyberpunk another one of a big huge
0: rollout that you yeah, know cyberpunk flat. was announced like like eight years something crazy like that before, it yeah, yeah. came out, even that came out in a ridiculous state, right, so these companies they just need to take their time, yeah,
1: just, just take your time, put a lot of put a lot into the development you you fear that e a is trying to rush into a second one, uh because the first one was so popular, but um. Well, yeah no the fact that they are taking this measure is a good sign that they're not it's a good sign that they are willing to make sure that this game is ready before they release it because these games when it comes to Star Wars have a bigger uh they have a bigger pressure a bigger uh onus on them than the normal game you know the normal IP like uh like a like the Avengers game did or the Gotham Knights game did because those games aren't canon to anything they're just you know you know, there's games you just play. Whereas this game has a story, a built-in story that is supposed to connect to the larger Star Wars universe that we see play out in the books, we see play out in the in the comics, and we see play out uh, in the movies and uh, the TV shows. So, it, you know, I mean, uh, we don't expect. You know, we haven't been told we're seeing Cal Kestis anytime soon, but if but if that's something that we want to see happen, we need, you know, we well, need this game to be good. Yeah, I mean, we can't be. They're not gonna make a show about a character that's in a bad game, you know uh I wouldn't think you we're know, not gonna have him appear, so um so yeah I, I think this is the right move for all parties involved uh it's not like it's, it's not like they pushed it back to the fall, you know, which is very possible or pushed it back to the winter of next year, like you know it'll right. still come out in the near future, so yeah
0: yeah and and it is I think it is a good sign that you know, they're not pushing it back six months, or eight months, or something like that, um, (laughs) to where you're just like, wow, so this game had a lot of issues, huh, you know, so it's not, it's not, uh, nothing quite that, uh, disastrous, uh, thankfully, so, um, and like I said, even the last game, I thought could have definitely used more time, um, for them to fix some stuff, and it was still fantastic, so I still have very high expectations, uh, for this game, and, um, I uh, definitely can't wait to get my hands on it, um, and you know, hopefully we don't. There's nothing I haven't you know seen or heard anything about you know any kind of mess or anything like that in, in terms of production or in, in terms of uh, you know crunch or anything crazy,
1: <laughs> right.
0: with, uh, AA or respawn or, or, or any kind of harassment, workplace harassment, yeah. any of that or any anything like that. So thank, well, hopefully you know, there's nothing kind of scandal or anything negative. Involved in the in the making of this game, and it just comes out, and um, and we can enjoy it. Um, but all right, so with that being said, we can move on to our next topic, which is going to be Star Wars: Visions. So Star Wars: Visions, um, as I'm sure you know, um, many of you listening remember, is a that is the anthology uh, series that came out. Um, I believe that was also a few years back and um featured uh is it basically featured uh various different anime uh one-off stories uh that take place um that i would say that are based off of star wars i mean i i some of them are so kind of out there that i hesitate to kind of say they quote unquote take place within the star wars universe because i mean it's just it's clearly like not like there's no emperor palpatine or there's no uh you know it's just it's very out there, but they are definitely based on Star Wars and are meant to be versions of Star Wars stories that are being told. Um, and um, I thought I I know I know very I very much enjoyed Visions, um, some of the episodes more than others, but as a whole, I definitely thought it was something worthwhile and something I'd like to see more of. And it uh, looks like we're getting a second season, or a second volume, as they call it, uh, which is very uh, which is very exciting. So they're calling it Vision, Star Wars Visions Volume 2, so it's the second season of Star Wars Visions. It comes out on, um, of course, May the 4th um, of this year, so it comes out on Star Wars Day. Um, it features um, uh, nine more short films from... Um, from new uh, animation studios Or production companies rather That are uh, That are from all over the world So it's not just going to be anime style uh, So that Is going to be a uh, something very new um, So the, the Studios being used are El Gwyn, Cartoon Saloon, Punk Robot Aardman, Studio Mirror Studio La Ca- or Cachette Or uh, hope, I apologize if I'm pronouncing that wrong um, 88 Pictures Diart um, and Triggerfish so um, so yeah a lot of uh, very interesting uh, names here something uh, many of them I have not uh, heard of though they may have projects that I'm, I'm familiar with um, two that stand out to me are Studio Mirror um, which has done several projects that I have enjoyed including uh, Avatar uh, The Legend of Korra and um, Ardman which you know, a lot of people are pointing out has done Wallace and Gromit, so people are yes or wondering. And chicken uh, Run, right? And exactly. Chicken Chicken Run. I mean, people are like, wait, so we're we getting some kind of like stop motion kind of thing with with uh, with Star Wars. So, <laughs> so I don't know. Um, it'll be very. This is gonna be. This is gonna be very interesting. I have no idea. I cannot say. I honestly I have no idea what to expect. And even looking into some of the other studios, a lot of them do kind of like more niche, kind of like definitely not just you know a regular or quote unquote regular quote unquote normal you know whatever style cartoon that you would see on like Nickelodeon it it's like very interesting um kinds of uh art styles and animation styles so this is this is very interesting so so kind of what are your thoughts on on this announcement and these studios and and um and all of that so um.
1: Yeah. I mean, you mentioned the studio Mirror. That was the one that immediately caught my eye. Uh, you mentioned Legend of Korra, uh, Voltron, Legendary Defenders, another mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Um. They just have high quality. Uh. I mean, I think anybody that watched Last Airbender and watched Legend of Korra, I wouldn't say anybody, but uh, I can at least say for myself that I thought that the animation in Legend of Korra was a little bit better. than than Legend, than uh, The Last Airbender. That's about the only thing. I think so,
0: too. I think (laughs) undoubtedly.
1: Yeah, I think that's about the only thing I'll give that, but um, but that's that's, and it's not to say that the animation in The Last Airbender wasn't great, but I thought Studio Amir took it and and took it up a notch. Um, And they continued that with Voltron. Um, and so, you know, having them connected to this is definitely exciting. Uh, you know, the Ardman one is, is is uh like you said is interesting. I, I don't know where to uh I don't know what to what to make of it. Um exactly. Um what I do make of it and it's not just with them but it's with all these studios is and correct me if I'm wrong, but does it feel like they're going away from the Star Wars anime thing with visions and they're going into more of like uh we're branding it as International animation studios, which isn't necessarily what animation isn't what anime is. Yeah, yeah. So
0: that's a hundred percent what they're doing, Kendall. That's that's my interpretation. Is that because I'm like they're totally moving away from that?
1: Yeah, not a lot of these are Asian studios. Some of them are like you know, Studio Mirror has a lot of anime. I expect, you know that it'll look more you know, and it'll look more like an anime. Uh, it's it's a South Korean company, um, but only we only have one other company that's in it, that's that's in or uh, two other com- companies in, in Asia, with Japan uh, Japan and India. Right. The rest are in different continents completely. Yep. So, I mean, whereas last year I don't know the makeup of every single studio. I don't know if they were all Asian, you know, based co- uh companies um but that was the yeah i believe they were that was that the way they were kind of selling it was that yeah. these were all going to be quote-unquote anime uh inspired at least anime inspired you know star wars mm-hmm. stories nothing about artiman is anime inspired uh yeah absolutely you know <laughs> nothing about I've, i saw chicken run nothing about it
0: <laughs> anime. yeah i've seen chicken run many times <laughs> yeah
1: I've, I've watched sean the sheep
0: you know,
1: like, <laughs> nothing about that is is considered anime. So that's the most interesting part about this. I mean, I don't. I'm not necessarily. I didn't finish. I didn't finish season one of of, of Visions. I know that's a that's a that's a hot take. That's a you know, yeah. yeah throw, you throw, throw the tomatoes. Throw the tomatoes at me,
0: Star Wars fans You're not a, Star- <laughs> You're not a real Star Wars fan. I can't stand people that say Star <laughs> 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 yeah, Man, close the gate. You know, I'm not, I'm not allowed in. but
1: um, but no, like, yeah, I didn't finish. It's part because what you talked about before. None of it's canon, so You're right. It's hard for me to to be as invested as I would be for something that I know, even if I know it's off the beaten path. Like Bad Batch, for the most part, is pretty off the beaten path. I'm not expecting to see Darth Vader, but right. at least I know it's it. It, it takes place in an, in the real universe. It's not uh, it's not some sort of Makeshift story doesn't mean that they're all. There were some that I liked, but the problem is if you watch one or two that feel like a waste of time, and then you're like, uh eh, I'll I'll get to the rest at some point. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, no. Uh, but yeah, I hadn't seen, I hadn't finished uh, the last season of, of Visions, but um, like I said, this this feels like uh this feels like a, a departure um, from from the from the first season, and I do. I'm a little bit concerned. Mm, okay. If if you're going away from the anime thing, you know. So you so, start what, going so what so what concerns you about it? It's already not canon, right? And, you know now it, now you wonder if they're starting to get into like the, you know we're gonna do like Chowder and we're gonna do <laughs> you know this show you know Gumball you know and just and, doing other
0: shows that aren't canon,
1: right? Like just doing random. Like studios like Ardman I know is not gonna not only is it not gonna be canon, but it's not going to be like intense. Right. Which is fine. It's gonna be comedic, but I would assume. Right. But um but like, you know, I think people were probably closer more when they when this was announced probably thought we were getting, you know, uh, you know, one studio was doing Yu, Yu Hockey Show Star Wars, another was doing Naruto Star Wars, another was doing you know, spirited away. Star Wars, <laughs> the studio's doing, Avatar, you know, and right. that's not necessarily what this is right now. Um, so I mean, that's that's the thing. You know, that's the that's the give or take.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, look, you know, I and I feel like I this this should kind of mirror what I said when when Visions was announced. I mean, I feel both. I feel two ways about it. You know, it's not canon. I don't like that um i wish that they would stick with at least trying to make sure everything that's everything is canon and everything lines up um you know they're moving away from that to give more of these studios a chance to tell different types of star wars stories i thought it paid off in visions i liked what we saw um i feel like they should have made more made it more clear well that's not true. Totally true, because I think it's very clear from a lot of the episodes of Visions that it's not canon. But right, canon, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I feel like they should even so just even just like put like another extra stamp on it, like call it something else. Like this is not, you know, taking place in in the Star Wars that 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 we all have seen before, right? This is a separate kind of kind of take on it, a separate story. Um, you know, but um but yeah i mean it is kind of is what it is this is what they're doing and we kind of just got to take it take it in as as what it is um so i am i am i have to say i am looking forward to this i'm looking forward to seeing more of these stories it's coming out on star wars day so hopefully it's not <laughs> you know i would presume it's not something that's like you know um that's like lackluster or they're just they're just kind of giving these students like yeah your studio okay go ahead and make star wars like no they're 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 you know searching for quality and um and that's why we have the studios that they that they've selected so i'm looking forward to seeing what uh what they have to show us and um you know just taking it as it is and look uh, maybe that can also and i don't know if there's a possibility maybe this can also be seen as like a trial run for some of these studios as well and same goes for the last season of, of uh of uh visions as well like if any of these studios may be interested in cooperating with lucasfilm on a on a continuous basis and working on Canon material, then Hey, you know, cause not everything has to be like, like, w- like Dave Filoni, like with, um, you know, like it, like, you know, the Clone Wars. Yeah. Not everything that is Star Wars animated Canon needs to look like that. You know, it can make it look different. You know, it could be like the Tartakovsky, uh, Clone Wars, or it could be in a different style and still be Canon and be good so maybe this is like like resistance yeah like like resistance well resistance (laughs) the animation was good in resistance but um and look it's a kid show and and i'm not gonna diss it for what it was it just wasn't for me but um but yeah they can but that's i honestly think that's kind of an example of of something where they can use the different animation studio or different animation style to create new star wars stories and and you know, um, you know, tell canon, new canon Star Wars stories to, and release that to more people. So um, maybe we'll see something like that going forward as well. Um, but, all right. Uh, now I feel like we can uh, start to discuss the Bad Batch. So the Bad Batch has been out um, on our last show. Of course, I told you guys we would be talking about it, and here we are. We are going to talk about the Bad Batch. Um. So six episodes have been released so far. Um, we have the Spoils of War and Ruins of War. That was a two-part premiere that came out. Um, the Solitary Clone was a third episode. Faster was the fourth. Entombed was a fifth. And Tribe was the sixth episode that was released. Um, I have... I have, uh I have. I, honestly, I have a lot of thoughts on the Bad Batch, but just to, I can kind of, kind of quickly summarize kind of how I feel about the season so far. Um So it's been a mix of of great stuff, decent stuff, and then you know clearly filler stuff or stuff that I feel like doesn't really connect into anything, and we we didn't really need to see, or just seemed like it was just there to kind of to kind of fill an episode quota or story quota or i don't know something something along those lines um my favorite episode so far is a solitary clone that i can say without question um that has with uh tribe the one that just came out being my second favorite so far um yeah that episode with uh uh with um crosshair going on a mission with cody and um them taking out a separatist and obviously, you know, spoilers alert, obviously. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Heavy spoilers, spoiler alert, you know, if you don't want to know anything, if you haven't seen anything, you may want to skip a good 10-15 minutes. But, um, episode 3, The Solitary Clone uh, with Cody and Crosshair, definitely my favorite episode. Um, you kind of start to see the cracks um, even in Crosshair's programming which seems to be Quite, uh, uh, quite, uh, quite sturdy <laughs> in terms of yeah. making sure that he follows orders. Um, uh, but you start to see even see cracks in that. You get a lot of good action on the uh, on uh, the planet that he w- that he went to to break up that separatist uh, that separatist holdout. Um, and um, you know, and and you get to see him interact with Cody, which is interesting. We haven't seen Cody in quite a while um so that was fun and then cody ends up defecting at the end uh which is just that was just like the cherry on top so i'm like oh boy so we gotta sit so i we have to see cody again um i didn't even know he defected so maybe we'll yeah. see cody where else we can see cody anywhere theoretically I mean, everyone's talking about seeing rex I mean, maybe we'll see cody somewhere <laughs> <You're> right <laughs> you know so it doesn't have to be rex so uh so yeah this is this is uh that was a really good episode I really like that episode. Um, I do think it's a—it's kind of a shame though that the best Bad Batch episode didn't have the Bad Batch in it. So that's kind of just—that's just not the best sign um, to me. I thought the two-part premiere was no D- Sid, Sid either, huh? No Sid either. Oh well, yeah, no Sid. That was that was that was a, that wasn't a surprise. Um, but uh, that that would be the best episode. But. I thought the two part premiere was, was decent as well. it was a lot just getting used to kind of the new team dynamics and it was cool that they went to, to Sereno, which is Dooku's planet. Um, and they were trying to get his fortunes, which I guess was not the Empire was just just obtaining. Um so that was interesting. Um Entombed was that was very filler. That was well fast, well, faster and entombed. Um no, actually, for a filler episode, which is faster for me, it definitely felt like a filler episode. An episode just meant to fill fill time and space. Um, faster, yeah. actually, it actually I liked it a little more than I thought I would. Probably just because it reminded me of Pod Racing, maybe.
1: Um, oh, my God, yeah, I mean, it looked like straight out of a video game.
0: Yeah, yeah, basically, right out of the video game. So, um, So, yeah, I thought it was fun, even though it was a tech episode uh largely I still thought it was pretty fun. Um and uh Entombed is probably my least favorite so far. Um you know not much there, just kind of uh, uh you know, just seemed like it, you know, another just uh, you know spontaneous adventure episode. Uh with Wanda Sykes character and uh I mean the thing that the only the only thing that kind of stood out to me was I thought they were interacting with the Zepho. Uh, from Fallen Order I thought that yeah. might have been an easter egg I don't know and I, then I looked it up online and saw articles being written about it I'm like is this because a lot of the markings and the in the flathead design of the robot at the end reminded me of this FO. <laughs> so I'm yeah. like is this like a Fallen Order connection here going on but but you know nothing has been kind of confirmed or or anything like that so it may not But um, but I thought that was that was kind of the only interesting part of that episode to me Tribe was good tribe was that was a good episode it was cool seeing um uh seeing um i believe his name is gunji or or gunji Gunji. yeah seeing gunji that was awesome that was cool he's a great jedi i'm hoping he survived order 66 (laughs) uh (laughs) longer than he already has uh that vader didn't get him or the clones didn't get him um that was fun seeing uh gunji interact of course with omega and the crew and them finding the Trandoshans, which of course Wookiees and Trandoshans are are kind of like just natural enemies, so that was fun as well. And seeing the Trandoshans are just working with the Empire. So that's that's interesting um, as well, so that's fun. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a good episode. That was a, that was a very solid episode as well. So overall, I thought it's been okay. I thought it's been decent. Um, I'm hoping to see more of the kind of crosshair drama and um, and the, but the team has been the team has been the bad batch. The bad batch has been great. All the characters have been great. Omega's grown and is much less um, kind of annoying. I guess you could say as she as she as she was in the getting out of the getting out of the early Ezra Bridger phase. The Ezra Rebels, Ezra yeah. and Rebel season one. Yeah, kind of getting out <laughs> of that mode. So the, 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 uh dal and star, yeah, you know, yeah, star trek yeah for any for any trekkies out here it's so the dal and star trek prodigy season one getting out of that getting out of that uh out of that annoying phase um so yeah i've enjoyed it so far overall but ken how have you felt about about these episodes and about the season
1: um i've enjoyed it as well uh i think i liked in better than you did oh okay uh cool. i don't know if i'd put it at the bottom um you know, I, I I agree. Like, I mean, in general, from start to finish, like not much from point A to point B. Right. Like not not much like developed. You know, it was definitely filler in that regard. But, um, but that just felt like Dave Filoni, Both four and five, um, mm-hmm. felt like Dave Filoni, Uh, you know, just going off the rails and saying this is what yeah. I want to. I want to tell a uh, Indiana Jones like. Treasure hunting episode that turns into a mecha kaiju godzilla <laughs> right. story, you know. And it ended up being, I thought it ended up being pretty cool. Um, the animation was, 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 was excellent, the lighting was excellent. We, we know they've had tremendous success with that, uh, since they've come back. Yes. Um, I, you know, episode four was also clearly a filler. You know the episode starts with Sid being like, "I got a job for you guys." I'm like, "Oh my god, here we go!" <laughs> uh, and, oh boy, yep. You know, but I thought, it, like you said, it, it ended up being very reminiscent of the video games. It ended up being, uh, you know, just it, it, it looked like something out of, um, I don't know, it just looked like something out of like, uh, like I, I like something out of like Ratchet and Clay, you know, like you know yes. something. Very, you know, it's, it's a very video game like, um, all the robots and droids, I should say. But, um, but yeah, no, I thought that that was thought that was a, a, a cool filler episode. Like, I don't know. I just thought that they did that better than Star Wars Resistance ever did. Whatever they did with Hype Phase on and all that stuff, they did. Uh, yeah, you know, like none of those episodes. Whenever he was on the screen in Resistance doing anything like, racing-wise, I was like, this is a waste of my time. (laughs) Um, You know, I didn't necessarily feel that uh, with this episode. So, uh, yeah, no, but, I mean, I agree with you, I think, um, I I agree that episode three was was definitely the best uh, so far. Um, I'm interested to see where the story goes with Cody and with uh, Crosshair. I, I mean, it's Feels like that's the primary angle, I, I, right? Um, I believe the I believe episode seven is called a clone conspiracy, so I think that we're gonna get be getting back
0: to that. Yeah. This next episode. Yeah, it's gonna be a two parter. We're getting two episodes released: um, uh, the clone conspiracy and then truth and consequences. Yeah. On February eighth.
1: So yeah I mean that 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 does scream um that does scream a little bit like uh we're gonna be getting you know more into that story and away from some of these filler but yeah I mean Dave Filoni's showing his range uh the storyteller as an animator um or at least an animation storyteller uh so excited to see where the rest of the season goes
0: uh for these yeah. characters. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm right there with you. He's definitely, this is definitely, um, he's definitely stretching his legs here with these episodes. And, and um, you know, shout out to all the writers and directors as well that are working on these. I see Stuart Lee has worked on a bunch of these episodes. And, um, and Nathaniel Villanueva and Saul Ruiz, and just it, it, the whole team that's working on this show has done a great job. Um, and, um, and of course, as we mentioned, Filoni as well, of course, him being the head of creative, um, and him having, you just seeing his fingerprints all over this as well. It's, it's just, it's been, it's been good. You know, it's been good. Um, you know, just this, this has, it hasn't been, you know, stuffed chock full of filler episodes or anything like, (laughs) like some of the rebel seasons, uh, felt like at times, um, so this this has been good so far and it looks like we're getting a two-parter this is the next one so um looks like we'll be getting or we should be getting even more episodes that are that are significant so um so yeah this is uh this this season has been has been very good and I'm I'm definitely looking forward to seeing what we have uh coming up next uh, for the Bad Batch as well um alright so next I do want us to talk about the Mandalorian um uh, which is coming out soon as well so the mandalorian is releasing on march 1st um we did uh since we since our last show dropped we did get another trailer for the mandalorian as well um pedro pascal is starting to be asked about the mandalorian and is teasing things as well with regards to epic battles and things that we'll see we know we know we're getting more um grogu we know from the trailer that was released. There seem to be, we may be getting more flashbacks, more Jedi temple stuff. Um, so maybe we'll find out who saved Grogu or who, what the situation was with that. Because um, of course we got that teased in in uh, Boba Fett, the book of Boba Fett, in the episode that was that basically felt like a Mandalorian episode. Um, so. Yeah, it's, it's we have we def- definitely have a lot to look forward to. I have. I honestly don't know what to expect. You know, I mean, the we we've saw we've seen Luke twice now. In these shows, the they they they. In my opinion, it looks like they've perfected this deep fake. You know, technology that they've got going on for Luke. I don't know if we'll see Luke again. I don't think we need to see Luke again. I wouldn't mind it, of course, but <laughs> but I don't know if we'll see Luke again or 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 anything like that. But um, uh, but I have, I'd say I have moderate expectations. We're going we're going to Mandalore. Mandalore is looking interesting. We're getting a bunch of different Mandalorians. Looks like we're getting a lot of action. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I have no idea where this season is going to go. Honestly, I really have no clue. <laughs> but, Kendall, what's, uh, what's going on? What, what are you thinking?
1: I'm laughing because I'm like, we said the same thing about season two. We were like, man, we don't know what's happening yep. this season. Uh, we knew Ahsoka was coming, but we were like, they you know, she's not showing anything. So, yep. You know, I guess we're getting Boba Fett, according to Tomorrow Morrison's, you know, casting department, you know, page, casting agency page, and so if you getting Rosario Dawson and season one we really didn't know what we were going to get and you yeah, had nothing know nothing about a baby Yoda or anything uh and even Book of Boba Fett really didn't know much about what we were going to get so yeah. um uh, so to be here now uh where we're in season three and we know generally just based off of where the last season and where Book of Boba Fett left off with these characters we know where it's going to go but uh but as we, you know, have learned from the last two seasons, uh, there's going to be a lot of stuff that we don't expect as well. It's going to be a lot of stuff that we probably didn't know about uh, mm-hmm. as well. I think what's going to be key for to see and find out is, last season, they didn't tell us much in trailers, but a lot of stuff got leaked, reported, however way well you want to put it. You know, we knew that we were going to get Ahsoka and... You know that we were gonna get um, uh, Boba Fett, uh, or at least you know we assumed that we were gonna get Boba Fett. Like um, now, it, it's it's a little bit more up in the air because we haven't heard much. You know, I mean, we we are almost certainly gonna see Katie Sackhoff again. Yes. Uh, in Bo Katan, you know, and then
0: outside of that. Uh, so, kind you of, know, do, do you think we'll see any of the any of the uh, the rebels crew, any, whether it be Sabine or Hera? The ghost, it's the ghost crew, man. I don't know. Yep. Uh,
1: the, so the the conventional wisdom would tell you that they would that's certainly going to be in Ahsoka, and that they yes. will probably wait for that in Ahsoka uh For that to happen um on the flip side, we do have an actress that is playing uh Sabine Wren um yes, I think if there is any character uh that is going to come from that uh world, it'll it's be Sabine, Sabine. Yeah. you know given her mandalorian connections. Connections with the Darksaber and like you her, know. her house and everything, House of Wren. Yes. House House Wren. Mm-hmm. Um I think that that'll be an excellent way not only to bring in those people, you know, that are Rebels fans. Uh, but you're also like they did with Ahsoka, you're also building up a character that fans are gonna see going forward in a more prominent role. I mean, we're talking about not just seeing her in a Soka in an Ahsoka series, but who knows? I mean, we're already talking about making an Ezra series as well. I, you know, I don't know. If, <laughs> right. I'm like, man, I, I don't even know if I'm going to like this guy who's playing Ezra. a <laughs> show, but, um, you know, but regardless, we're talking about, uh, an Ezra show coming out as well. So we could be seeing a lot of these characters going forward. So it'd be, it'd, it'd be good to get some of these people, um, refreshed, uh, in terms of, in terms of, um, what they're capable of. I think the other one is going to be, uh, do we see a Boba Fett?
0: Do we see, uh, mm, um, right. Fennec Chan, you know? Yeah. I mean,
1: we, they're kind of, and,
0: and we saw Cobb Vanth was in the thing in that, in that chamber or whatever. Yes. Cobb Vance yeah. as well. Um, they're keeping
1: him around. So, the characters that we saw, you know, their stories develop in Book of Boba Fett, do they continue? That that show kind of ended, you know, pretty cut and dry. Looking like there was all these, you know, loose ends that they were trying to, you know, keys for a season two. But there's plenty, those characters, a lot of those characters are still out there. So, um, no Cad Bane, no. Cad Bane is dead, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, Cad Bane is, Cad Bane is done. Um, killed by um, the kind of anti-hero, I guess, sheriff of of uh, of uh, Mos Espa, um, Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, but,
1: yeah. They, but, they, I mean, as good as the first two seasons were, and as good as the, as big as the reveals and the moments of season two were, you got to think there's going to be, big ones as well in season
0: three um that's you would think so you would think like, that you know not just like moff gideon or something like, right like moff gideon is going to be cool but that's 100 percent expected yes like you would think that we would get something where it's like oh my god what like we get like like in that flashback we get like uh jeez, I don't even know. Like, a... That's the other one, man. We're not talking about that. But... Yeah, you get that flashback. It's like, who are we going to see in that flashback? Who
1: saved Baby Yoda? Who saved Grogu? That's going to be one of the bigger questions to come out of the season that we're going to find out. Yeah, like, who's Do we in get the temple? An- and, and are we getting Anakin? I think we're going to see
0: Anakin. I'm wondering that, too. That's another thing that I was kind of wondering. Um... Uh... You don't have to show him. They they really don't have to show him, and if they did, if they do show him in a flashback, I just, you know, of course he he should have been de-aged in Obi Wan, and I'm a little worried they won't de-age him again. Yeah. Um. <laughs> um. And. And if he and if he's not, um, in the flashbacks, is he just gonna be Vader, or are we just gonna get? Well, no, actually, no. This is um. No, this is post all that. So, um, so yeah, no, I don't know. I. Yeah, I don't know. I do believe that this will lead
1: into a Silka similarly to how last how Book of Boba Fett led into this. Right. right. Um, I think it will be a clear like, you know, might even or even how last season. And led into book of Boba Fett. Like, we might that might even be a post credit scene where it's like Ahsoka is coming next fall or next winter or whatever. Um, right. And that that that's a very exciting possibility. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm gonna, you know, I think Barriss offie is still a primary contender to be the person, just based off the, the family crest being in the background and her being a character that's been sort of in the wind, and also her being a character as a felonie.
0: I was gonna say that's the, that's the only thing that's giving that any kind of leeway for me is that Filoni Still, is so heavily involved. He's so heavily involved because In
1: otherwise everybody would be like, "What?" Like, nobody wants to see that. But how many times has Filoni just been like, "Just insert oh, things"? Yeah, I mean, half the time people are like, "I don't need to see more Ahsoka," but Filoni's gonna insert Ahsoka, <laughs> you know? Right. And he does a good job of it. He, you know, he just tells a good story. Um, and so with this he's going to want to make him better, Sophie, more important than I think anybody needed her to be uh, in this situation. But, um, you know, there's a lot of, you know, obviously you got the crackpot, you know, Mace Windu theories. And, oh my goodness. You know,
0: I mean, look, if we saw Mace Windu, that would just take the cake of everything that we've seen above. Luke. Oh, that
1: would, that would be above Luke by far uh,
0: above Luke above yeah, that'd be above uh, Liam Neeson, you know, quite Liam Neeson that'd be above everything. Above mall and all yeah. this stuff, Mace Windu, Uncle is Owen, back? <laughs> <laughs> like Uncle, um, like they DH Samuel. Oh my god! And we got Mace Windu with some kind of like cybernetic arms, and
1: and then you lead into uh, you say, Secret War Wars coming in two weeks.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh, but man, that would be that sp- would be, yeah that would be awesome. Um, we I feel like we both get Mace. So, I feel like the, the the other one that's being heavily theorized that I think would be a lot lamer is R2-D2. People were saying it was R2-D2. and No, no, they right, can't do that. He recognized Grogu when he saw him, and, you know, I, I just... I that mean, was, I mean I, that can be the case, but
0: I don't need to see that. Like, that's not a big reveal. Yeah, you know. exactly. Like, it's just like, oh, that's, you know... Definitely not something that needs to be teased over multiple series. Right. Multiple. That's,
1: like, something that's, like, just a, a nice note on a wikipedia page. Yeah, it'd be a, you, they they could have know. shown that the first flashback. Right. Okay. then and that would have been like, like, "Oh, cool, now we get it." Yeah. <laughs> right. Um like like how they did it with Boba Fett where they teased the spurs and like yes. You know, that was that lived up to the to the hype. You Absolutely. Know? You know, they they didn't, they knew how to tease that person over a whole year
0: uh because yeah, they knew once he, once it was going uh that slave 1. People are I started sweating. I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness, man. Yeah, they gotta come. They're gonna come with something big. I don't know what. Um, I don't know if it's gonna be Maul. Well, actually, well, well wait, no, Maul's already dead, right? He's already done. In this, he's already done. But
1: there are a lot of people that he may have saved Grogu as well. Oh my goodness. Why? Well, I, I have absolutely no idea. Um, How? But but it's Filoni, right? I
0: mean <laughs> you know, himself some all. Yeah, yeah, that he does. That he does. Um But yeah, it'll be interesting to see. So we'll we'll see if how all of this um how all this plays out. Um Yeah, this yeah, this is I think this season I think this is gonna be the biggest season we've had of the Mandalorian in the book of Boba Fett. I th- I think this is going to be
1: bigger than season 2.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think this is I don't know what we're going to see. I don't know what we're going to see exactly, but I think this is going to be a massive season. I have very high expectations uh for for this season of the Mandalorian. Um but all right, I did I do want to, uh, us to wrap the show. I want to give you guys just a brief kind of glimpse of where I'm at with the High Republic as well. Um they are in their, uh, the they, High Republic is in its second, uh, phase, um, of books. So this is going backwards in time, um, uh, a little more than a, a hundred years backwards in time, uh, from Phase One of the High Republic, which is already a couple hundred years before the Phantom Menace. And um, several books have come out. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go too deep into the weeds of 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 the individual books because that would just it that would just take up more time. But overall, um, I would say this this phase, along with the comics that have come out that have also been good in the High Republic comics, um, this has been uh, this has been decent. It's been better than I better than I thought it might be based on some of the things I was hearing about. That things that they were saying in the cons and things about it being like a force, it'd be being different about like force cults and different groups and you know having the kind of wave pathfinders and people trying to map out the galaxy and all that kind of stuff. I was afraid it'd be very slow, kind of very plotting, but it's been it's been good. Um, Still a lot of mystery, a lot of uh, very good characters. There's so many Jedi. I have to say there's so many. You know, it's just, I, I feel like, this is me personally, I feel like Star Wars is better when there's more Jedi, not less. I know there's a lot of people that feel differently. They just want the original trilogy and the sequel trilogy where there's, like, no Jedi and there's only one or two. Well, it's like, no, the more, the better. The more, the better. You get different Jedi with different personalities, different pow- different abilities. Um, I mean, there's a Jedi that uses a shield like Captain America in <laughs> in this phase of the hierarchy. I mean, this is cool stuff. That, that you that you would have never gotten if you would just know it's not Luke Leahan and I don't care about it like no we need more more Jedi more personalities more powers and we're going we're getting plenty of that in um, in this phase of the High Republic um a lot of like dark kind of force users as well um, a lot of stuff happening in Jeddah there's a there's a book called the Battle of Jeddah. That is definitely a battle. So there's a lot, there's a lot of action in that in that uh, book as well. A lot of things that happen. Um, it's been very good so far, and it's like it's so good, it's so high quality that I, at this point I'd be shocked if it wasn't translated into some other form of storytelling, whether it be book, whether it be uh, games, um, animation, something. It's very high quality stuff, um, and it continues to sell, from what I can see so yeah i've been very pleased with all the books so far i think my favorite one so far has been um honestly i think it's it's probably been uh convergence convergence was a it i was uh by zareda zareda cordova who did a fantastic job with this book um it's been really really good um I I my expectations were kind of mid in, in mid in that book and it far exceeded my expectations, um, and um, yeah this has been very good so I've been very pleased with that, um, but I don't know can you have any thoughts on on the High Republic or any any of that so far? Uh
1: yeah I mean I mean like he's like he said, it's just continuing to truck truck along uh mm-hmm. you know. Um, I, I feel like, uh, the question that I've always had with the high Republic is, you know, when are they going to start to, when is it going to start to, uh, move into like extended media? Yes. You know, whether it be games or, uh, TV. I mean, we know we have uh, the acolyte come out. But, yeah, exactly. 100%. But... I, I feel like the acolyte is going to be that next thing that sort of, right catapults it into the the forefront um of the star wars universe so that that's that'll be fascinating to, to see um but for now it's you know it's it's mostly going to be uh in book in comic book form and you know that's been that's been enjoyable uh and it's been gotten gotten rave reviews so um i'm sure a lot of people listening have already checked it out but um we're
0: only going to see more of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. We will definitely be seeing more. Um, and it's just, there's so much content. And even me with me following this stuff, there's so much going on even in the regular comics. And I know there's a Son of Star Wars comic that's come out. and They've had a bunch of comics already with Kira. is like a whole like main character now. I, I'm very behind. As y'all can see, I'm very behind in the Star Wars comics and everything going on with with um uh with some of those stories i have really kind of just been zeroing in on the high republic stories but um but yeah there's there's so much so much content um if you haven't checked out the high republic i do highly highly recommend um these stories it's it's been it's 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 definitely been a pleasure there's a lot of jedi a lot of interesting stories a lot of um a lot of action, um, just just a lot, a lot, a lot of good stuff. A lot of things that 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 I think make Star Wars fun. So I definitely recommend it. But all right, I think that'll do it for this show. Um, thank you all as always so much for listening in. We will uh, be making more uh, more of these sh- more of these uh, uh, podcasts. We'll try to try to do it a little more regularly. Um, you know, I know our our schedules aren't quite as good, aren't going to be quite as busy in the, in the coming weeks and, and months, so we should be able to do this show a little more often. And um, uh, and we have and we have plenty to talk about. I mean, the Bad Batch is trucking along, is kind of you know continue to, to kind of truck along. It's every week come we got an episode every week, so there'll always be that to talk about. And and um, you know these books keep coming out as well, so we've got uh, a lot. And then when Survivor comes out, that'll be a whole. Very extended conversation, so that'll be cool. Uh But that'll do it for this one. So thank you all so much for listening in. I'm your host, Shamar, joined by Kendall, and we will see you guys next time.